My friends, today is the day. The moment is now. The change begins. Why? Because you are here on the 18 Summers Live Your Passion podcast where we encourage you to live your passion. You get one chance, one shot at this life. And you can either be the person that says, I wish I had, or you can be the person that says, I am so glad I did. So join us as we dive in, we figure it out, we walk this walk together so that we can live our passion. Well, hello and welcome to the 18 Summers Live Your Passion podcast. I am your host, Hal Caleb, and this, oh my goodness, this is the end. It's the end of 2018. Can you believe it? 2018 is coming to an end and you are here spending it with me. I am so grateful. Thank you so much. Let's get this end of the year party started. Now, listen, I'm sure some of you have had a crazy 2018. Everybody's year was different, right? Some people had an amazingly wonderful 2018. Some people had a rough 2018. Some people had an average 2018. Some people were miserable. Some people were thrilled. Some people lost family members. Some people gained family members. Some people's, you know, some people lost their businesses and uh, some people opened businesses and some people grew their businesses and some people watched their businesses shrink and nobody's 2018 is identical. Uh, Even within your own household, people will feel differently. Even if only slightly, they'll feel differently about 2018. And I am here to tell you that regardless of how your 2018 went, you can look forward to 2019 and with the right tools and the right mentality and the right focus, you can make 2019 a success. Now, can you control certain aspects of that? No, absolutely not. There's only so much you can do, but there's a lot you do have control over. Some of those things are, um, your activity, your mental status, uh, your outlook on life, your finances, your choices, um, whether or not you bring a new child into the world, uh, whether you expand your family through childbirth or adoption, whether you um, read more books or less books, uh, what your mental outlook is, all of those things you have control over and quite a bit more, quite frankly. So the question becomes, what are you going to do with 2019? I wanted to take a minute and kind of walk through my 2018 with you give you a um, an overview of what our 2018 looked like. And uh, I'm going to talk in detail about the year. So let's start with this. You know, last year at the very end of this year, uh, right around this time, we were preparing our family for a massive life change. Um, we had ended a six-year um, stent with an amazing nonprofit that we were working with uh, in Arizona that I was a... a um, a proud, proud employee of, and we absolutely loved it, but we felt like there was a a change needed for our family and for our children. And so we embraced that feeling that, that, um, that desire to do something slightly different. And, um, you know, I approached the, uh, management, um, at the nonprofit and I explained where our heart was and where our mind was and what we wanted to do. And they, uh, embraced us in it. 
and we got a lot of support and we, we made a jump. And so we bought a travel trailer. Um, we ended our year with that nonprofit. As far as employment went at the beginning of December, we moved off the property at the end of December. And that's when we started our RV journey around the country. When we, um, when we found the RV, we were, we were, you know, that we picked up at the beginning of the, uh, or the end of last year, I guess, uh, it wasn't exactly what we were looking for, but it was a great RV to get started with because it fit our budget. It fit, we were, it fit our necessities. It met our needs. Um, it, it didn't fit all of our wants. Okay. But that's all right. Sometimes we start where we are and we move from there. And so we set off on a journey and we headed south to Tucson and we spent a couple days in Tucson. We got to visit um, my mom and my brother and his family. And um, we spent two days down there uh, just enjoying kind of getting started and getting things put in place. And it was absolutely a great start. We, you know, we set off with a with a plan in mind and we started to execute it. And after we left Tucson, we headed for Texas and Texas was a little bit different because we weren't sure exactly what we wanted to do in Texas. We had a, um, campground planned out and we knew we wanted to spend a few days just getting things settled and get some work done. And so we found an amazing campground in, uh, Fredericksburg, Texas. It is the Texas wine country, Jellystone park, fantastic hosts. It was kind of their off season, um, they weren't very busy, very hospitable, a wonderful little store, activities for the kids, nice playgrounds, things like that. And it was really a great time, a very good um, family park. And we spent a week there kind of getting things um, set up and adjusted. And while we were there, we ran into a couple of people that I had followed online, um, their podcast and also their YouTube channel. Uh, a couple, a young couple named Heath and Alyssa and Heath and Alyssa were, were wonderful people to meet. We actually, uh, took an evening and, and left the kids, um, with our oldest daughter, who's, you know, 16 and babysitting them. And, and we went out to dinner with Heath and Alyssa and got to know them a little bit and just had a good time. Um, we talked coffee and other RVing necessities cause coffee is one of them. And, uh, you know, we just, we had a great time and, and that was the first, um, the first people we went out to a meal with in our RV and really spent a lot of time, uh, talking with, I do want to mention though, while we were in, um, Tucson, we ran into a very sweet couple from San Diego. So Deborah, Michael, and their beautiful little dog, Ella, um, we're just we're great people from San Diego that we met. And, and it was, it was so nice to talk with them. Um, they were on the start of their journey also kind of planning out what life would be like in an RV. So we made our way to Texas. We spent a week there and then we worked our way across to Florida to visit our friends, Trent and Siobhan, uh, who were going to Tampa for the big RV show. Um, it was so neat to, uh, to see them. And then they blessed us with a gift, um, that was just, um, super, super meaningful to us. So anyways, we got to Florida. We spent two months hovering around Florida, checking out the RV parks, using our thousand trails membership and exploring 
Uh, the kids got to go surfing for the first time. We saw a rocket launch from Cocoa Beach. Uh, we were visited uh, by some people we knew. You know, it was just a, a very good time. And as the weather started to turn, when we first got there, the weather, we actually got hit in a rainstorm, like our, I don't know, third or fourth night, fifth night there. And we discovered a leak in our RV roof. And it was um, it was our first real issue in the RV. And uh, the next, well, that night I spent the good part of an hour uh, with a very greasy, dirty ladder that I borrowed from a neighbor on the middle of the night and uh, climbing up on the roof and using trash bags to cover all of our air vents and our skylight, um, total of which I think were four areas we covered, um, maybe five. Um, I spent a good part of an hour covering those up and getting them uh, just protected so there wouldn't we wouldn't get more water and we already had buckets inside collecting rainwater not fun uh the next day randy took the kids out and went exploring while i spent the day on the roof drying it off peeling off all the old seal and putting brand new dicor ceiling down and uh it was it was it was an adventure you know it was a a first lesson for us just to be, you know, diligent, diligent on checking out everything. So we got that done and we spent a couple months floating around. And then as the weather turned and it got warm there, we realized the AC in the RV wasn't working. We hadn't needed it up till then. So we decided to head North to the Carolinas, spent a couple days in South Carolina, then up to North Carolina where we spent almost, uh, I believe close to three weeks, maybe. Um, we explored some great areas, toured a whiskey distillery and a chocolate factory. That whiskey distillery was the old Nick Williams farm and distillery. Um, just amazing. Like if you get a chance to go through North Carolina, uh, look that up, it's inland. Um, but it was just so much fun in the same general area. You have the Black Mountain Chocolate Company and uh, Chocolate Factory. They make uh, from scratch chocolate and mostly focus on dark chocolate, but they have a little variety. Fantastically delicious. And then we worked our way up to Virginia to visit a friend of ours. Susan is a wonderful person who runs a children's home in uh, Virginia. And we spent a month there, um, spending a little time with them and doing a little bit of volunteer work, but mostly just kind of hanging around, getting some stuff coordinated, uh, working with them on a couple small projects. It was just a, a very nice uh, time seeing friends and meeting new people was amazing. The kids there were wonderful. We then worked our way up to Colonial Beach, Virginia and the coastal areas, then into um I believe our next stop was New Jersey, the southern shores of New Jersey, where poor Randy just was not feeling well. And it turns out that she got Lyme disease. Um, we had just had an incident the week before with Stephen getting injured and requiring 27 stitches, the poor guy. But he was, you know, he was on his way to recovery. And then Randy got hit with this and it really knocked her out for a good week or so. And, you know, she was on medicine and uh, then we worked our way into Gettysburg, Pennsylvania, explored around that area up into northern Pennsylvania to visit um, 
some folks we knew, then back down to southern Pennsylvania without the RV to go visit some friends of ours, back up to northern northern Pennsylvania, where we got talked into buying a farm. And for those of you who have been following our story on uh, more than just one media channel, you'll know that uh, we moved into a farm for two and a half months and, and we run a, um, on a lease to own. And two and a half months into it, um, the house got sold out from under us. And this is where you start to realize that not everything goes the way you plan and you always have to plan for a backup. Um, it was interesting. We kept feeling like the other, we were waiting for the other shoe to drop. My wife would actually say that quite frequently. And I said, no, 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 this one, uh, this is fine. We're, we're good. This is, you know, paperwork's done. We're good to go. Um, little did I know that we would get, um, tumbled over on that. But you know, the truth is, is that God is bigger than all those things. And and we believe that. And I don't know what you believe. And I'm not trying to tell you, you should believe or not. I'm just saying for us, what we know. And so we, we moved on. Um, we did what we had to do to make sure that we were covered legally. We, uh, we did speak with a lawyer. Um, we make sure that all of our end was covered and that we were leaving no liability on the table. And we bought another RV. And uh, this one was one we had been looking for. It, it fit all of our requirements and we're quite excited about it, really. And we set back out on the road. And so we traveled up to the Pocono Mountains, uh, which was amazingly beautiful. Um, we really liked Pennsylvania in general, but the Poconos were beautiful and we had some great experiences outdoors there, some good hikes. Unfortunately, Randy decided to have another issue and, uh, she wound up having a detached retina and we wound up spending a couple of days back and forth to doctor's offices and the hospital in Philadelphia where she had to have eye surgery. And we did spend a week longer up there than we planned so that she could recover and then we headed out, went up to Niagara Falls, then uh, eventually across to Jefferson, Ohio, and then Peoria, Illinois. We toured the Peoria Dream Center, which was amazing. And if you're not familiar with the Dream Centers, I would definitely recommend checking out any of the Dream Centers. I believe dreamcenter.org will take you to where you want to go. Um, and then we worked our way back to Arizona, and we made a couple stops along the way, and we met some more families. And overall, we just had a great year of traveling. One step we did make also, which we didn't do it in the RV, but when we were in Gettysburg, we did make a trip out to Washington, D.C., where we were able to get a tour of both the U.S. Capitol building and the White House, which were stunning and amazing and full of history and just absolutely wonderful to see um, those wonderful buildings in our in our nation's capital. And um, as we got back here to Arizona, we are parked back at the wonderful children's home nonprofit that we used to work at, and we're volunteering. And our, our year is coming to an end, and it kind of makes you look back and go, you know, sometimes what we set out to do isn't always what happens. We made a lot of changes along the way. And one thing that I'll say for my wife, which I've always been grateful for, is that no matter what kind of crazy idea pops in my head, She's always been supportive of me and we work well together. We, we try to be a team that works well together. Um, we speak with each other. We communicate what each other's needs are and what we're wanting and what we're thinking. 
And we worked together to create a, a plan to move forward. And I can't tell you whether, whether it's in your personal life or in your business life, you cannot ask for much more than that. Like that's the ideal thing, right? If you've got a business partner that you can, you know, sometimes disagree with, but you can work together and communicate together, that's worth so much. And when you have a spouse who you can do that with, it, it is just so great. So throughout our year, yes, we've had ups and downs. Of course, everybody does. But you have to decide on whether you're going to look at your year in the in the respect of small negatives and small positives or the fact that you got through another year and you made progress. That's that's the key. Where did you go during that year? What did you accomplish? And if you can say that you moved forward, even if that route changed, if you still moved forward, you didn't let things hold you back, that's a successful year. No matter which way you split it. You know, we launched a podcast in May, this wonderful podcast. We have a YouTube channel. We've gone through a lot. We've tapered down our YouTube channel a little bit. We were buying a farm. We lost a farm. We sold our RV. We bought a new RV. Like there's changes that have happened, but none of it stopped us. Nothing ever made us go, well, now it's just, it's all over. I don't, I don't know what else we can possibly do. You, you move forward because that's the way life goes. Life, life doesn't stop for you. So why are you going to stop for it? You literally have to live like today is your last day and you better enjoy it. Because I don't want my kids to look at my life and go, wow, my dad was miserable. He didn't follow his dreams. He didn't do anything he wanted. I guess that's the example that I need to follow. No, 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 no. Of course not. So with 2018 coming to a close, what does 2019 look like? Well, hot dog, I'm glad you asked. 2019 is going to be a banner year, not just for us, but I, I really truly believe for you too. The fact that you're podcasting, you're listening to podcasts, you're you're giving your ear to podcasts that are about living your passion um, or entrepreneurship or whichever other podcast you're listening to. If you're listening to podcasts and reading books that are there to develop you and to help you move forward, you're on track for a banner year. You know, I just finished reading Dale Carnegie's How to Win Friends and Influence People. And I can tell you that if you're not reading, you're losing out. And that is a great book to read. As a matter of fact, that is my new number one book. I used to have a lot of other number one books throughout the years. I've, you know, I've grown and matured and I've looked at, you know, different books. Dale Carnegie's How to Win Friends and Influence People is by far the first book any person should read who's looking to live their passion, who's looking to chase their dreams, who's looking to take the lead in their lives and make a change. Dale Carnegie's How to Win Friends and Influence People needs to be your number one book. It needs to stay on your shelf indefinitely. Don't ever sell it. You keep it and you move forward. But How to Win Friends and Influence People is a go-to. It's a no-brainer. You need, need, need to read it. So our 2019 looks like this. The podcasts 
continue. That's right. We've had great guests. We've had amazing guests. Right off the top of my head, right off the top of my head, I'm thinking Nancy Marshall, Staff Sergeant Travis Mills. Like, how do you get a more inspirational story than that? Raz Mishner, Jamie Imes, great entrepreneurs on a local level who are looking to do great things in their communities. And, you know, as, as small businesses, Jamie Imes, um, Orlando Brown, Change the Planet, John Vasquez. Like, I mean, John Vasquez and his focus on getting people healthy and giving them a system and a way to make that happen in reality. Shane Baker and Maria Sype, photographers, both in different fields, but Shane changing the face of fashion in Arizona and Maria getting ready to full-time RV and taking, you know, her camera and her photography to the next level and weddings and stuff. The amazing personality of Greg Whitstock. Like, how do you beat that? That guy's personality is huge. If you tried to contain him, it would take like mountains and mountains to, to do it. I mean, he's just so larger than life. Um, and his YouTube channel has just blown up because of his personality. And his wonderful work on aquascapes and the ponds around the country. You know, Jerry Levinson, the great conversations we've had. Um, you can look at uh, Troy Fullwood and Troy Albright. You know, Troy Fullwood in finance. Troy Albright in leading, you know, the way in great nutrition uh, through his wonderful farm these guests have been invaluable, and I hope that they're bringing some value to you. So this year, as we move forward, we're looking to have more wonderful guests on the podcast, people who can bring value to your life, people who can share their stories and tell you more about what they're doing and where they're going and what you can expect. Because at the end of the day, you owe it to yourself and your family to give them and yourself the best possible thing you can. You don't want to miss out on opportunities in life and you will not get to your opportunities in life by shortchanging yourself and saying, well, I can't do it today. Well, if only this were different, you know, if I was in this circumstance or if, if I had this much money or if I had that house, oh, if my job was different, you don't have to wait for other people to come along and change things for you. You have that power. You have the ability to do that for yourself. You just have to grasp it and embrace it and take it on. Because the reality of life is life does not cater to you. Life will not wait for you. You have to take charge of that. That's just the way it is. That's literally just the way it is. So for 2019, we're making strides. The YouTube channel comes back full force, baby. We have a new company launching this year. That's right. We've got the podcast moving forward. We're getting ready to leave for California. We're making this big and we're, we're going to take this year head on. And you know what? You can too. And here's how you can do that. The first thing you need to do is pick up Dale Carnegie's book, How to Win Friends and Influence People. You need to pick it up, read it, learn it, stick to it, follow those principles. The next thing you need to do is get Miracle Morning. I'll be the first person to tell you, I, I 
can't, mm, mm, mm. I have a hard time with morning affirmations. But I've seen the value in them. I've seen the value in doing that in my own life. And I'm telling you right now, as hokey as you may think it is, it's not. As hokey as you may think it is, it works. Because when you convince yourself that life is worth moving forward on, even when you feel like it's standing still, when you tell yourself what you're ready to take on, when you put that into your head over and over and over, it changes how you look at it. Just like negativity brings you down, positivity will lift you up, and you have to make the person that makes that choice. So for 2019, make that choice. Move forward. Another thing, go pick up another book. This is going to be a year of reading, okay? Simon Sinek, Start With Why. That's right. Start With Why. That's the book's name. Start With Why. Find your why, okay? Then read some of his other books. Leaders Eat Last. That's a really, really good book. And it's definitely worth the read. Together is better. It's a simple, small read. But it's a great illustration as to why it's better when you're working together with people. And you'll learn this from Dale Carnegie's book. Those principles are universal and they've been in place since Dale Carnegie wrote his book in 1934, 36. Come on now. This isn't new information. There's nothing new here. But it's the fact that we have to choose to live it because we've been programmed. And I'm not trying to be all conspiracy theory, put a tinfoil hat on. But we have lived our lives and been programmed into thinking that the way things go is you grow up. You go to school. You graduate. You go to college. You graduate. You find a job. You pay your way for the next 20 years out of debt. While you have a 30-year mortgage and new car payments. And you just keep that cycle going and then eventually your kids do the same. And you know what? That's not the way it has to be. It's not normal. You might think it's normal because it's the norm for now, but it's not normal. You've got to look at the people around you and decide, do you want to be like your neighbor, Bob? who's got $80,000 in student loans and two car payments and a $1,500 a month mortgage. And if he lost his job tomorrow in three months, he'd be screwed. No, you don't. Nobody does. Nobody looks and goes, you know what? That's the life I'm making for. That's exactly what I've been wanting. Oh, that's it. Yep. I want to be three months of income in the bank and then Boy, when life falls apart because the company downsizes, I want to be just totally up a creek without a paddle. No, no, that's not what you want. Maybe your life isn't the, I want to go out in an RV around the country life. That's fine. Maybe it's not the, I want to buy a farm and homestead life. That's fine. Maybe you like living in the city in a condo. That's fine. But make sure you're doing it because you love it and you want it, not because it's what you feel like you have to do or it's the only choice you have. Because it's not. The only way you will move forward in life is if you put one foot in front of the other and do it. But you can't wait for other people to come along. So in 2019, embrace the change. Embrace the struggles, embrace the hard times. Don't be afraid to fall flat on your face and pick yourself up. 
because we're not we're moving forward no matter what. There will be tough times for us. I'm not loaded up with money. Heavens no, I'm just the opposite. But we're successful and we love it and we live it and we show it every day. Now it's not out there publicly every day, but my family knows it. My kids see it. My kids see that it's okay to struggle if you're doing the right things for the right reasons. I would rather struggle, be poor, and happy than be loaded without a care in the world and hate it. 2019 is going to be an amazing year, and I want to leave you with a couple of principles. And this is just a uh, a little pick of insight into Dale Carnegie and and his super super awesome book. Um, this is a quote of his: "Today is life, the only life you are sure of. Make the most of today." Get interested in something, shake yourself awake, develop a hobby, let the winds of enthusiasm sweep through you, live today with gusto. I cannot tell you how that should be on your mirror, on your window, on your steering wheel. It should be on your iPhone or your droid when you open it up. That should be the quote that you see because today is the only day that you've been promised and it doesn't even have to last all day. But you woke up this morning. You're not promised tomorrow. You don't know if you'll wake up. And I pray that you will. But none of us knows what tomorrow brings. And so the only thing you know right now is that you are alive right now. And you have this day to work with. So do something with it. And if you're blessed with tomorrow, make sure that today wasn't in vain. You didn't let it go to waste when you could be building up for tomorrow. Let me give you another insight from Mr. Carnegie. Um, this is the wisdom of Dale Carnegie. Okay. Create your own emotions. If you want to be enthusiastic, act enthusiastic. That's that power of positivity, right? This is quote. If you want to be enthusiastic, act enthusiastic. Another one. It's not so much about the logical stuff. All right. Here's this quote. When dealing with people, remember, you are not dealing with creatures of logic, but creatures of emotion. This will make your life a lot easier. One last point from Dale Carnegie that I'm going to give you here. I I hope that you take this deep. Take control of your emotions. Okay, I mean, think about that. If you think positive, you'll be positive. If you think negative, you'll feel negative. The power of words is important. The power of your emotions are important. And he says, the person who seeks all their applause from outside has their happiness in another's keeping. Think about that. The person who seeks 
all of their applause from outside has their happiness in another's keeping. Make your happiness your own. Don't seek it outside. Don't look for what the world tells you you should be. Don't look to be success in the world's eyes. Look to be success in your eyes. I'm telling you that right now, Dale Carnegie's book is worth the read. There's another thing I want to leave you with. And um, it's a it's a silly thing, but it's one of my favorite movies. And I watched it last night. And I'm going to sit down with my kids this week and talk to them about it because my two older kids watched it with me. And it's Groundhog Day. And if you watch Groundhog Day, you'll see that Bill Murray struggles, right? Every day, he he's a weatherman. For those of you who don't know the story, he's a weatherman. He uh, works in Pittsburgh, and he gets every year he gets assigned for, I think, three or four years to go out to Puxatawney, Pennsylvania, and film Puxatawney Phil, giving his weather forecast, whether the there will be six more weeks of winter or not. And he absolutely dreads it because here he is a weatherman and he, I don't think he's really that happy in life in general, but the fact that he has to go out and, you know, take what he believes is, you know, a science and a skill and hand it over to a groundhog for the day, I think drives him a bit nuts. And, um, it's because of that, that this whole story takes place. So he winds up out in uh, Puxatawney and it's you know February 1st they go out they wake up in the morning and it's time to go over to the, the little festival in Puxatawney and listen up you know the the announcer the mayor talk about Puxatawney Phil and anyways the whole day ends and then they get ready to leave town because he just wants out of there well a big blizzard comes which he said wasn't going to come as the weatherman he said there was a blizzard going and it was going to hit another area and not there and sure enough he was wrong and they get trapped in town. So he has to go back to the to the uh, inn he's staying at and sleep another night. Well, the next morning he wakes up and it's Groundhog Day all over again. It's February 2nd. And he's freaking out because he's like, wait a minute. Life doesn't run like this. And over and over and over again, it's February 2nd, no matter what he does. And he goes through these stages where at first he's confused then he laughs it off and then he tries to take advantage of it, right? He tries to get to know people so that he can take advantage. He starts, you know, trying to date women based on what he learns about them every day. And this goes on for what seems to be months. Well, eventually he realizes the fun is all gone because he was wasting his time just doing things that made him happy for the day. And it wore out. And he goes into this deep depression. So then he spends several days trying to kill himself. He jumps off buildings, you know, he drives off cliffs, like you name it. And he just wakes up 6 a.m. The clock turns and he wakes up and it's Groundhog Day all over again. And this is going to have spoilers, by the way. So if you don't want, if you've never seen it, which I'm surprised if you haven't, but if you haven't seen it, spoiler alert. Eventually he begins to realize that he could use this to his advantage. So he starts to learn things for the next day. So he starts taking piano lessons. Every day he goes back and he takes his first piano lesson with this woman in the town. To her, it's the first piano lesson. But to him, every day he gets better and better and better. To her, it becomes like really, really good. And he uses it to impress his producer, who he's really beginning to like. Because he's spent hundreds of days with her, 
where she only spends one day with him. You know, she knows him for the one day and he knows her now over and over and over again. Now, eventually he starts to become really annoying to the producer because basically he's made it his goal to make her fall in love with him every day. And at the end of the day, he wants her to spend the night with him. And he keeps getting rejected over and over and over and over and over again. Well, finally, it all clicks. That it's not about the instant, right? And it's not about just making one change. It's about changing who you are. Not about changing other people's perceptions of you, but changing your own perception of yourself. And he spends now several days, probably hundreds of days, who knows, making himself a better person. He's learned all these things, a lifetime worth of things, but now he's actually making himself a better person. And that's where his life really begins to change. And we go through that in life, right? We go through those stages in life, happiness, depression. You look back and go, well, I've wasted so much time. You live for the day. And then maybe we get lucky enough that it clicks one day and we go, Oh my gosh, today can prepare me for tomorrow, which can prepare me for the next day. And we can build that up. And there's a lot of people in this world who figure that out early on and they are driven people. And there are some people who don't, I will tell you, I was one of those people who did not figure that out until much later in life. And now that I figured it out, it's really hard to make those changes because it's a big change in life. But that's what we're doing, and that's what you've got to focus on. You have to focus on knowing that what you do today can either restart your tomorrow or it can advance your tomorrow. So if you've got a choice, why not advance your tomorrow? We're recording this, you know, here at the end of December, and it's coming up on January real quick. So what is your today going to do? Is your today going to advance your tomorrow or is it going to put you in a start, you know, a restart position tomorrow? Is your groundhog day going to be just a restart or is it going to be the next step in your moving forward? That's up to you. You guys, I really, I, I'm, I'm so glad you spent the year with us. I cannot tell you how appreciative we are to have this wonderful podcast, to have our wonderful audience. And you know, in case you've forgotten, we are doing a promotion right now where every email we get, we're tallying up. All we want to know is why you listen, where you're from, why you listen, maybe what you do, all the details you want to send us, we want to know. And we're taking those and we're going to have a drawing at the end of the year. Just one more week to go. I might extend it a little bit. We've had um, quite a few emails come in. Uh, We'll see what we do. But I'm telling you right now, you want to get me that email. Hal at gonein18.com. Hal at G-O-N-E-I-N-1-8.com. That's my email address. That comes to me personally. It's not filtered through anybody else. You're getting right to me with that. And I'd love to hear from you. You can also check us out at our website, gonein18.com. You can find all of our podcast episodes there. And a lot more coming at the new year. I can't wait to show you what's happening. I'm so excited for the new year. You know what? And if you get a chance, get over to our website and get on our email subscription list too, because that's where you're going to get the most up-to-date information on us. 
I'm telling you, you don't want to miss it. There's amazing stuff coming in 2019, and I'm so excited to be doing it with you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is the 18 Summers Live Your Passion podcast, and I'm telling you now, if you're not living your po- if you're not living your passion right now, you're missing out. Thank you guys. Have a great end of the year, and I will see you next year on the 18 Summers Live Your Passion podcast. Thank you for joining us for the 18 Summers Live Your Passion podcast. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. And if you have, we definitely encourage you to come back for another one. Share with your friends our podcast. Help them to live their passion. And most importantly, stay in contact with us. Reach out to us. Use our website, www.goneen18.com. That's G-O-N-E-I-N-1-8.com. There's a contact form on there. You can send us questions that you might have or comments about the show. And you know what? You can also find all of our social media links there. Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, they're all there for you to find. We hope you enjoy it. Check out the blog too while you're there. Why not? Hey, we'll see you next time.